Well, hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Grade podcast. My guest in this episode is Victor Manzo. He's a chiropractor, business mindset coach, author of three books, podcaster also, and a speaker. Welcome to the grid. Thank you for having me on, my friend. I'm excited to be here. So in this episode, I titled it How to Unleash Your Potential. For, for us as humans, we do want to uh, achieve certain goals and certain things in our lives. So how do we reach the success that we actually want? I love that. that. So many ways we can go with that, but you brought up unleashing the potential, right? So one thing that's for sure is there's no one that can ever tell us the limit of what we are or who we are. We, we, we don't know what our limit is. No one can tell us that, right? So right off that, we're limitless in who we are, right? So now our potential, well, we have to become aware of what is our potential before we can try to achieve that. Because a lot of times people are like, I just want to get to my potential. As a chiropractor, we say, we're going to help you live to your human, your maximum, you maximize human potential. Well, what is a human potential? Yeah. And that was always something that like, I I would say that, like, I'm going to help you get to your potential. I'm going to help you live optimal. But it was one of those things I didn't, I was like, man, but that, what is potential? Like, what is each individual's potential? And I was already studying mindset at the time. So it was one of those things where I started looking and I go, interesting. And I wrote this in my book, Decoding the Matrix, an individual's potential is whatever they can imagine or see in their mind's eye. Now, when I say mind's eye, that's just what you see. Like if I told you right now, you're listening to this podcast and I said, hey, I want you to think of a pink elephant. Bam, you're going to see a pink elephant in your head. That's your mind's eye or imagination. So whatever you can construct there and create is the potential of what you can create for your life. But now these are spiritual truths because you cannot see, you cannot you have to be able to see it in your mind before you can create it in your world. This is what's called things, everything in, in the physical, everything in this life, everything has to come from the non-physical to the physical. That's just the way it goes. I didn't create this rule. That's just how it is. You have to think of an idea, a thought, a process, something in your mind, share a story, have a visualization. And then eventually, as you keep feeding that and keep giving it energy and focusing on it, then all of a sudden, eventually that will turn into the physical world and you'll, you'll experience that there. So understanding that your potential, number one, is limitless. Number two, it's whatever you can imagine in your mind's eye, okay? Now, when it comes to unleashing that and to achieving that, there's two ways, there's two schools of thought, right? In the business world, they will tell you, you just have to work, 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 put in the grind and hustle. You're going to have to put in the sweat equity. You're going to have to sacrifice. You have to give up a lot of things in life in order to uh, get to that result and get to that success and get to that financial success, right? This is what's been told for uh, since I've been stu- following entrepreneurial advice, listening to self-help, personal development, and even uh, even motivational speakers talk like this. And so it's one of those things where that's the one avenue. But in that avenue, there's a lot of burnout. There's a lot of exhaustion. I mean, you look at Forbes came out an article talking about how Leaders in the world or leadership in just in general in the United States, um, they're at 60% of them uh, have some form of burnout in, in some way, shape, or form, right? And this is because we're forcing, right? We're looking at what to do next. What's the next thing we should do? What's the next this that we should do? Um, and that is just a continual cycle that you'll just eventually keep continually get burned out. Yeah. But you can do it. It happens. There's billionaires that give this advice. So they're, they've done it. And obviously, they're doing something They're doing something right to be, have a net worth of plus billion dollars. But there's a different way of doing things. And this is what I teach. Because in, and if I got into a physics perspective, 
The one I just shared, the first one is called it's Newtonian physics. It's all about the force of what you do, the amount of force, a certain amount of time, all that stuff. Eventually, it'll just happen. Well, there's another type of physics called quantum physics. That's a little different. Um, and, and, and what that is realizing is it's all about your element of being where, you know, instead of, of trying to force it, instead, you just have to get to a certain vibration, a certain element. Now, what's vibration? Um, that's your fo- That's your thoughts and your emotions being as high as you could possibly create them. There, and what I mean by high is a high emotion is like love, joy, bliss, excitement, enthusiasm, okay? The low vibration emotions are things like anger, frustration, shame, guilt, fear, worry. And so those are like wavelengths. And they, 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 depending on where you're putting your energy to is what you're going to create. So it's looking at what is that to... Un- so when you have a vision, right? You, you, you've understood your potential. Um, you, you've you created an image in your mind. Now it's how do you visualize that into your life? That's the first step, right? How, seeing who is that person? What does that person be like? What do they, what, how do they walk? How do they talk? I mean, it, it's going to come into the, you imagining it in your mind's eye. Because one thing I didn't tell you about your brain is that what you put in your mind's eye and what you see in the physical world, the brain thinks it's the same. Let me ask you, you mentioned three things, yeah. like well, mainly working hard, And basically, from what I understood, the vibration, which is a lot of people might say it's the law of attraction, because when we talk about visualization, that comes to people's mind, it's about law of attraction, and also energy. So because working hard, you need to to be actually motivated physically and mentally. So how do you keep this energy? Where, where do we get the energy to do certain things? Because it can be sometimes boring. It can be sometimes... Like we don't feel like to do certain things. So how do we generate energy from within? Yeah, great question. You know, and, and everything I'm sharing about when I say vibration, it's it's law of the law of vibration first, because it's all about you have to vibe at a certain place. And then when you're at that vibration, um, that's when your experience opens up. And that's when the law of attraction kicks in, because now it's going to attract to you that vibration of where you are. And then the law of manifestation comes in because now that's going to say, okay, well, now that you've attracted this, now you're manifesting this into your physical world. When it comes to energy, you know, it's, I, I never, you know, I, I have endless energy. It's uh, most days I'm always just high, high on energy. And it's one of those things where, you know, there's so many things I can share, but to get real specific from a mindset perspective, you, you don't need to be, if you need to be motivated to do something, you either haven't aligned your values to what it is that you are, you you know, aligning to your values to what it is you're doing. Because if you have values that, let's say you're doing something that's a very low value to you, like you really don't care about it, you don't have, you don't really, you know, have energy to it. Um, you need motivation to do that, right? Because you're giving, when you do it, it's actually going to take stuff away from you. It's going to take energy away from you. Compared to the things that inspire you, that's going to give you energy. So when you go and do something that inspires you or you're excited about, you actually get more energy from just doing that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So you have to look at then. So instead of thinking, right, because we get so much caught up in our mind on what we should be doing, values, this stuff, you don't have to figure that all out. It's real simple. Just go by how you feel. 
what gets you excited to do stuff? What gets you excited? Like, don't get me wrong. There's part of business that you're going to have to do, which is called the discipline side of business. And that's just showing up and doing certain things to help yourself grow. But, you know, it's just like you have to brush your teeth to keep dental health. You have to, uh, you know, you get, you know, you got to work out just to keep your body, you know, strong and active. You got to have good nutrition to keep your health high. You know, all the, you know, going to a chiropractor, make sure your brain's not focusing well and all that good stuff and staying centered, you know, all these different things you have to continually to do them to maintain them. So there's, there's a part of that element in business. I call it business health where you just, there's things that you have to do. Um, you're going to be consistently doing, do the things that you have to do every single day and let them inspire you. Let you be excited. I'm on a podcast. I call this marketing for myself. Mm-hmm. I love being on podcast. I get, expi- I get inspired to be on podcast. You don't have to motivate me to go on a podcast. I mean, I spend hours trying to reach out to people to go on podcasts. And the thing is, I'm inspired to do that. I don't get bored of it. I don't get tired of it. It's something I'm inspired to do. If someone wants to be an entrepreneur or start a business, should they go, for example, after only the money, if there is certain opportunity, or do you think that they should follow uh, their passion more? You know, I will say this, you know, and passion is great. You got to do, you got to do what you love, right? Because it depends on the individual, right? Because I don't like to say you have to do it this way. I'm not that type of coach. I'm not that type of individual, but I will say this, those who run after money for money will either not get it, or if they do get it, they'll be unfulfilled. They'll be, they'll be not satisfied, you know, and I've seen that in my own career. I've seen that in other people, in clients. And so what I always tell people is find what you love to do. And the easiest way to do that is what is something that you love to do so much that you would do it for free? Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Because when you find what you would do that you would love to do so much that you would do it for free, that is a passion of yours, but that's also a gift you have. Well, not a gift. Um, it's something that excites you because, again, it's coming back to the feeling of the body and what you feel at the end of it. When you get done with the work you do, you should feel lighter and ex- more excited. Like it, like I remember when I, when I was practicing in chiropractic, I remember it was one of those things I used to hear my, my mentors tell me, like, at the end of my day, I'm like on fire. I am so excited at the end of my day because of all the adjusting I've been doing. It's just been building, building, building. And I was kind of like, man, I'm not feeling that. I don't know what he's talking about. But then when I shifted my practice around and did all these other things, all of a sudden I was having that. Like it, it wasn't like I didn't love my practice before. Um, it's just I, I I didn't I didn't have it. I didn't choose. I let my patients choose how my practice was going to be rather than me choosing it. And then when I when I ended up doing the other way around. Man, at the end of the day, I was just on fire. I was like, I was so high energy. My, my, you know, I worked until six o'clock at night and my six o'clock patients come in and just like, well, you were like, you've been going all day. And it's like, how do you have all this energy? I'm like, I love what I do. I just love being here. I'm happy that you're here. Appreciate you being here. And I, and I was, and wasn't BS talk. I was actually very authentic with that. I was very like, I meant that. And, uh, that's the kind of thing that you want to find because that's going to allow you to attract more into your life, create your dream life mm-hmm. faster. You start to get ideas. Um, this is what I call effortless action that leads to effortless success. And in the business world, I get hit so hard with this because they, they just want to say, you have to work. You have to put effort. We've been so conditioned. I'm not saying you, I never said, cause I guess some people say you have to put work. You can't just sit there and dream it all up. But I'm like, I never said you'd have to put at you. There's no action. What I'm saying though, is, is the law of vibration. <laughs> nothing is going to work if you don't put any action into it. So <laughs> you have to, do, you have to do something, right? Here's the analogy I always use. David. He could have prayed all day in the, the world, though hopefully the rock would have just hit Goliath on its own. But eventually David had to pick up that rock and throw it, right? But notice he only needed one rock. He didn't need a thousand or ten thousand. That's the effortless action. He picked up one, he threw it, boom, done. That's effortless success. So the key concept of that is 
when you are in this higher vibrational state and you are really staying in that vibrational state, all of a sudden the ideas, circumstances, and people are going to come to you. Um, and the idea, yeah, the ideas, and they're going to come to you because now all of a sudden you're in that vibrational state. This is law of attraction. This is law of vibration. That's how that works. And it lines with the law of attraction. And so then all of a sudden, now these ide- this idea you'll have, you'll be inspired to take that action. It's going to pull, there's a, there's a whole law on this called the law of inspired action. And it's, you're going to be inspired to take that action. And that action you take is like David throwing the rock to Goliath. It'll be the thing that you need to do rather than what you're being told to do. You should have like the purpose to serve people. And when you serve people, you, when you follow your passion, when you have, your passion is to serve people in whatever area of life it is or business, for example, you will reach your goal and f- achieve full potential and keep it growing with time. 100%. And when you follow your heart and do what you love, you know, the money comes you know, it's going to come. It's just that, and it's law. It's not like I'm just saying that to throw that out there and be like, well, you know, you're not saying there's going to be hard times or this. If you focus on just serving and loving, um, the money follows. I mean, this is where I share this sometimes where in my own business, when I did this, because some people ask me like, okay, Doc, how, you talk about how you you 3X your business in two years, you, you 5.5X my profits in those two years. That's a lot. That's a huge growth. And they're like, how did you do it? What plan did you do? What marketing? What strategy? What this? What that? And if they're a chiropractor, they even have more questions. And I look and I'm like, okay, what I'm going to tell you is not standard business advice. What I'm going to tell you is not going to be what you think. You're, you're, you're just not going to believe it. And they're like, well, what was it? I literally meditated and visualized every day who I wanted to be in my office, the interactions I wanted to have in my office, seeing how my patients interacted. I literally visualized. This is before. This is me just, this is January 2000 and. Um, I think it's going into January, 2017. And I decided that in January, well, we already planned this ahead of time, but um, in January is when I officially said we are going to become a pediatric focus centered office. Um, And, you know, we already did, we were going to focus more on pregnancy and fertility. And I want to really work on more with, I was already helping families a little bit, but I wanted to take that to a whole new level. My patient volume for pediatrics is only 5% at the time. And I just saw all of a sudden, I'm like, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to focus on visualizing, seeing the office. I see moms in my waiting room talking to each other. They're all patients. They're all choose. I see moms choosing times to come in together so they can all hang out and have a little mom time while the kids play. We had a little play area. I'm visualizing all this. You can tell. You can see. I could. I you, had a white you, table you there, in, white chairs. You are in the flow state. Your your mind is in the flow state. Everything is coming to you effortlessly and easily. That's what I was doing. I was just focusing on what I want, who who was the chiropractor I needed to be, and how did I want to see the interactions in my office that made me feel better, right? That higher emotion. That's all I focused on. Six months later, we had 48% patient pediatric volume, patient uh, patient volume in our office. Six months later, I didn't do anything. I had one workshop that didn't even help it. And you know, and all of a sudden our business continued to grow. We took a 40% hit by the end of that year. We, we, we returned that 40% back because it was a 40% that we chose to do. Um, but it's one of those things where we, you know, looking at those kind of concepts, it's, it comes back to what did I do? I just focused on loving my patients, staying in a state of gratitude, having that higher vibration, seeing who I wanted to be, the interactions I wanted to have. And I'll tell you, it was, it was about a year later. I'll never forget. I saw three moms sitting outside my my uh, my waiting room. I was, I was adjusting, going through, and 
Oh, they were just, they were there talking. And I noticed I, I went through, I had four rooms to adjust. So I go down the four, I come back to one, I kept doing that. And I went down a couple of times, they were still there. And then another mom came and they were just mm-hmm. all hanging out. And I was like, I, eventually I came out and I'm like, I love you guys sitting They're like, sorry, we're staying here longer than we should. I'm like, no, no, no. You guys are more than welcome to stay here. Stay as long as you like. We closed at six. It was only like 3.30 at the time. I was like, so we closed at six. But other than that, stay as long as you guys like. I'm happy that you're here. So, so do, you think, what? do you think that there is certain rules in life that people should follow or the rules that each one of us make our own? You know, there are universal laws that play in effect. Okay. So those are laws that you can, you they're always working whether we choose to believe them or not. But when I say... There's a term I use and there's a quote I use often that say there's no rules to life except the ones you create. Mm. And what that means is if we go to, again, what you see in your mind's eyes, what you're going to create in your reality. No one tells you what you can see and not see, what you can imagine and not imagine. So you can choose that. Mm. And this means in every fabric of your life, I'm not just saying in a dream, I'm talking how you want to live your life. How do you want to define success? How do you want to define success for you? And how do you want to achieve success? You know, do you want it to be a sacrifice-based thing or do you want it to be where, and this is what happened to me in the last half of my my, my chiropractic, practicing chiropractic was, I said, forget this. I'm going to go against everything I've been told. I'm going to do the polar opposite. I'm going to work less. I'm going to make more. My relationships are going to flourish. My health is going to flourish. My mindset's going to flourish. Every aspect of my life is going to flourish. I'm not going to be held down to the rules of what I've been told I have to do in business. Business should be easy. This should be a passion of mine. It shouldn't be hard or shouldn't be a struggle, a pill or anything like that. Mm. I, I achieved that. And now I've, t- I've helped over hundreds of entrepreneurs do the same thing. And it's, so it's one of those things where when you look at them, let's, some people may be hearing this going, okay, that's great. That may work for you, but it doesn't work for me. Well, quantum physics did a study called the observer effect. Okay. I love talking about this because this, this, just, this just takes it all to a whole nother level. And it, it aligns to what we're talking about here right now. And in this study, um, what they were looking at is they wanted to understand if light was a wave par- wave format or it was it in a particle. Okay. <laughs> so for those who don't know what the heck what the heck That's that is, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. For those who may be listening, going, what the heck? What's the difference? Who cares? Well, a wave is is invisible. It's it's infinite poten- potentials or infinite possibilities that all exist throughout the whole universe because it's just it's a non physical, right? It's just it's just a non physical state. But then there's the particle. The particle is the physical manifestation. This is what it shows up into in matter. This is this is now it's in the physical state. So what happened was is the researchers would when they didn't look, the sensors would notice it's in a wave format. Mm. Then when they went to go look to see where the light, if the light was there, it will turn into a particle. And then when they mm. look away, it'll fizzle back and go into uh, the wave. And they did this a gazillion times. And so what did that what did that mean for consciousness? What that meant was is that consciousness manipulates matter and how we see things is what it's going to be. Wayne Dyer said that if you live in a hostile universe or a friendly universe, that's just what you're going to experience. And what it showed is that how everything, you know, everyone says everything in life is perspective. How you see something is what it's going to be. How you see things in mind is what you're going to create in your life. It all aligns, spiritual truth aligning with quantum physics. And so you can choose, literally, you can choose, you know, you, belief systems come into this too, but you can choose. Whatever, how you can, you want to see something, have something. And it all starts with, you know, the thought, the emotion, but then you have to define, like some people use a word. A lot of times I see this now, like, especially in the world today we live in, there's all about what words next to use. What's the fun, catchy word that someone's using. And I always say, you got to be careful with that because words are spells. That's why we call a word. When you spell a word out, it's a spelling of a word. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you're casting a spell, which is just basically throwing out a vibration, in other words. 
And and if you don't understand the meaning of that word, you could be using something that actually hinders you rather than um, uh, helps you expand and grow. But Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing is you can even define the word and define the energy of what that means for you also. Yeah, exactly. The words the words we, we talk and speak either to other people or to ourselves define us some, a, a lot of times, actually. So we should be <laughs> really cautious how to use certain words because they, if they were like negative ones, especially, they will affect us in a negative way, definitely. And of course, anyone who wants to achieve certain things, like you mentioned, because of visualization, we have to have the certainty or belief inside of us that we can do it. If we don't have that, it's not going to happen. So how do we like ingrain in certain in ourselves that we are going to achieve this no matter the circumstances outside? Yeah, it you know it, it all comes down to belief, right? See, the thing is, is when we face hardships in life, we have what's a, a knee-jerk reaction to that because of limiting beliefs of what we were conditioned as kids. And the thing is, is until you realize there's a limiting belief, because as a child, as, a, as an infant, you know, they're, 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 not, they're wired for success. They don't let their shortcomings affect them. They know they're going to get to a certain place, no matter what, it's going to happen one way or another. I mean, if you don't believe me, go watch a child learn how to walk. They fall down a gazillion times and they don't give up. Mm. No matter what the circumstances, no matter if it's their 10,000 fall, they're going to still get up and go until they finally get to that stage of walking. It's the same thing with crawling. It's the same thing with climbing. It's the same thing with riding a bike. If we just continue, there's the, 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 if we just continue to stay focused on there and just continue to get up and know that. And when I talk about the grind, this, some people say, well, that's the grind and hustle. See, that's what you need to do in business. It's like, no, 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 no. My grind and hustle is pay attention to your, your, your vibe of where you are. How do you feel? Mm -hmm. And then shift that vibe to be in a positive vibe. Now you can do this through many different things, but just think of something that makes you happy. Right. Mm-hmm. I just became a, I just became a dad a little over a month ago. And it's one of those things where when I have to think of something that makes me happy, I just visualize my daughter in my hands. Simple as that. Puts me in that state immediately. Beautiful, so, beautiful bliss, love, and so forth. Yeah. So let me ask you this one question. I saw do you define certain words like we do have? What what do 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 these these mean? And how do people use them? Yeah, so be do have is just the process, and it's and it's and, and unfortunately in society today we do the opposite. We think we have to have something in order to do, and then be that person we want to become. So if you think of it, a lot of times I grew up hearing this: if I just had this money, or if I just won the lottery, oh my god, I can do all these things, and I could be this person. People start thinking of success, like if I win the lottery, I will be successful all my life. Right. Or if I just if I had a business that was successful, I could do the things I love in my per, maybe personal life, and then I could be this beautiful, wonderful person that I want to become, right? And that one hundred percent, one hundred percent goes against the law of vibration, law of attraction, law of manifestation, because you have to be the person first. You can't have it. You have to be the person first. From being, this is law. This is not me creating this. You have to be the person, you set that vibration, you set that tone. Then all of a sudden the inspired, remember I said the law of inspired action will kick in. You'll be called to do things. That's when you do the doing part, what inspires you, you do that. And as you do that, you eventually you will have what it is you were seeking, whatever you were going after. As long as you focus on the being, the other two take care of themselves. Yeah. You see, so, we're doing things backwards. We're, exactly. we're doing so many things backwards, but go ahead. So well, what do what tools do you use personally or with your clients to stay focused and centered into 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 achieving what what you planned for? 
man, if we had like five hours, I can go through them all. No, it, it's real simple. They're not hard. You know, there's the, the, the one that works that I love the most is meditation. Um, but some people like it, some people don't, and that's fine. And I have a gazillion ways of meditating. You don't have to do it just through, you don't have to go sit for five hours in a day. It's 10 minutes a day is minimum all you need, but you can even just go for a walk. You can just go embrace nature. You can go, uh, when you're, you're shaving or, you know, you're washing dishes or, you know, it doesn't have to be what you think it is. Meditation is just really all about just getting you to focus. That's the main mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Yeah. And then there's, you got breath work. There's different breathwork techniques, you know, which one works best for you. Um, that helps recenter the nervous system. So here's my background as a chiropractor in neuroscience is that I'm giving recommendations that help center your nervous system. You know, from a scientific perspective, it's going to recenter your nervous system. And when you can recenter your nervous system, you can get to higher levels of consciousness of the brain or higher level, higher functioning states of the brain, which allows for higher consciousness levels, which allows you to stay more focused and centered. Mm. And so those are just two, but there's a, there's journaling, there's gratitude practice, there's cold showers or cold plunges. There's, um, uh, of course the food is that. important. <laughs> the type of food that we eat is important. Everything, the yeah. food you eat, how do you exercise? Do you exercise daily? What do you enjoy exercising? Right. A lot of people think, oh, I just have to work out. No. What do you enjoy working out? Like, what do you, like, I haven't been running. I don't like running. And, uh, but then all of a sudden in the last like month and a half, I've been starting to feel a call to start just doing a little bit of running, nothing crazy, maybe like half a mile, three fourths of a mile at a time. Nothing that's, that's nothing. And, but I've been called to do that. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling this. I'm getting that feeling. I'm feeling it in my body. You know what? Usually when I have that, that means I need to do something. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And, um, I've been doing it. It's been great. It's been actually a, a huge mental clearing for me. And it's just because I was inspired to do it. I didn't think, Oh, this is great. I should try this out because, you know, I haven't done running in so long. Maybe I should just get into it. No, I didn't think of that. It, I, it didn't even come to my, it just all of a sudden came to me one day and I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to run. Maybe I'll figure <laughs> it out here or do this. And then eventually it was just like last week. I remember I was just like, you know what? I woke up one morning. Uh, I, I have a cold plunge. The water sits at 40 degrees. And so I hopped in there for five minutes. And then I hopped out and I have to do something to warm up my body. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to go for a run. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to do a run. I got to work out later. Anyhow, I'm going to run today. And then I started doing this and I've been doing it. You know, I've, I ran like three miles last week. I'm uh, on pace to run a little over three this week. And I'm like, as long as I hit around three miles, I'm good with that. I'm not trying to, I don't like running. It's not a, it's not a thing of me, but I'm not doing it for the physical side. I'm doing it for the mental. You see, because that's what matters you know, most to me is the you mental are, side. You are challenging yourself into doing something. Would change some kind of I wouldn't even say it's a challenge because it's not like so like a challenge to me would be like, all right, I'm gonna go and there's this huge hill up near an area by me. Uh it's a street, but it's like really a huge incline. I'm like, I would love to go there and just sprint up and down there. That would be a challenge. For me, it's like I'm just gonna go outside and enjoy nature and go just go for a run. It's like a meditation, in other words. Mm -hmm. That's what it's being for me. And so meditation. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a different way of looking at things, but it's, it's again, why is it working for me so well? It's because I, I, I listened to what inspired me to take that action. Do you, you see the difference there? Mm. Right. Mm. I've done running before where it's like, I don't enjoy this. Let me hurry up and just get this over. It's good for my body and my mind. I get this. I need to do this. And that'll be it. And that's bad energy to put there. Anyhow, this is more like just, I want to go run just to clear my mind. I want to run just to get some fresh air and just, again, clear my mind. It's all about my mind. Um, and it's funny because after the first one, I was like, I literally came back. My wife's like, you seem very more clear headed. I'm like, I'm in a very better state. I'm, I don't know. 
I'm shocked that this got to me this date, but I've, I'm, I'm going to continue doing this and just write it out. I'm feeling like I'm, I'm feeling inspired to continue doing this. And this is what I'm going to do until I don't feel inspired anymore. And then something else will come and take over its place. Um, that's going to take me to that next step and it'll come when it comes. And that's the beauty of humans. We try to control everything and think everything needs to be so systematic. Um, really life's not like that. Sometimes you just need certain things at certain times. And if you learn to tap into yourself more, and this is what I try to teach to all my clients this is the biggest thing I try to teach is how to just tap into yourself and listen to yourself and listen to your body. And when you can do that, then you're always going to be guided to what you need. And it's not going to be to what you want. It's going to be what you need and what you need to get to a certain level, what you need to get to that dream life, to the need to get to that vision. And the vibe of where you're at is always going to either open that door to make it easier or it's going to make it harder. And that's why those who struggle in business, it's because we're not, you're so mental heavy or you're focusing on the mind, intellect, and what you need to do. You're not tapping into yourself. And it's funny when I work with clients, this is not something that's easy to teach because I can't put words to it. But I know when my client gets there, when they get there, it's a magical process because now they're choosing their life based on what they want, not what they've been conditioned to want. They're choosing their life on what they want, what that, what values most to them. What are their real values? What's really important to them? And um, it's a game changer. I mean, it's just a huge shift. I mean, it's happened to me so many times. It just happened to me over a month ago. My daughter was born and all of a sudden in an instant, in one day, my values on certain things that I, I looked at drastically changed. I didn't care about as much as many things. All I cared about now is just like, what can I create experiences for my daughter and just spending time with my daughter and have as much moments I can create with her and all this other stuff and family stuff and relationship stuff and all this. And like, that's what matters the most to me. It mattered before, not like it did it, but this is a whole nother level, a mm. deeper level. I never even, you know, it's blowing my mind how it is. And I told my wife, like other things don't even matter. Material stuff, I could give two craps. I mean, there's still some things I'm interested in, but I'm like, that is, I don't care if I get it or don't. I care about just this. This is what matters yeah. most to me. Amazing. And in creating relationships, creating a bond and, and doing all the important stuff, especially in this early age uh, where she's at. And uh, it's, 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 this is what, this is what really, this awakens you. Because now I'm going to lead more fulfilled life. I'm going to lead more soulful life. I'm going to have more, so much more purpose of being more just filled up with so much joy and bliss that it's very hard to have that other experience when you're in that state. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What are some of your favorite books that you recommend to, uh, to people? Besides my books, um, <laughs> uh, had to do that. Um, one of the big, you know, there's a lot of books that have really changed my life. And one of the, one of them that I always talk about, and I talked about it, I talked about it now, I think two out of my three books. And that is uh, Dr. David Hawkins, Power Versus Force. This book will have you understand how there's different consciousness levels to everything. Religions, music, um, you know, emotions. So when I'm talking about, I call it vibrations. He doesn't say that. He says it's consciousness levels. Um, and so it's one of those things where, like, you know, why are you vibing at this state versus this state? Why, you know, what individuals vibed at a certain levels, you know, and all this different stuff. And so he kind of like decoded the world in a sense from a consciousness level. And it's fascinating. I, I always recommend if you want to understand how vibration works and so forth, that's a book to do. Um, another book I really, really love is the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. I am a big fan of Lao Tzu. He was the creator of Taoism. Uh, I don't practice Taoism, but it's one of those things where um, it's a great book of 81 verses that can just literally tell you the simplicity of life. It's a lot of what I teach. And it's funny because I read that book at 19. I was 19. It, it didn't really hold to me. And now I've read it again a few more times. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm actually teaching a lot of what he talks about. I didn't even know I was like one of them is this. If you feel like you need to do force, 
to force to get to something. Stop and don't do anything. Just go and go into peace and do nothing. Because if you feel like you have to take something, do something with force, that's not alignment. And he doesn't say he didn't say all those words, but he, the main quote was, "If you have, feel like you have to do something out of force, then don't do it." And that is very hard for us in Western culture to, to think that. Like, oh my God, what do you mean? If I'm, oh, if I, if I, if I, I have to go, I have to do this no matter what. And it's like, no, then don't do it. Sit back. And that is so backwards thinking. But if you think about the power of what he's saying, it's everything we shared today. It's the beingness, right? You're not in the right state of mind. You're not in the right state of vibration. Take a step back. Let's get the vibe right again. Don't worry. The inspired action is going to come. And when it comes, you're going to take the right action to align with you and so forth. So Tao Te Ching, power versus force. Um, I can, I, there's so many other ones. Um, the last one I, I really, I share a lot that really changed my life early on in my life is, uh, and everyone's heard this one, uh, Victor Frankl, uh, the, the man search for meaning, uh, great book. It, I was 20, I remember I was 21 at the time and I read that book and it was just, it blew my mind. No, focus on your why, not your house, right? Just focus on the why, focus on what's passing, focus on what rate and see that quote too, later on in my life, I didn't realize it, but later it, it what I teach is very similar. I don't say, hey, focus on your why so you can overcome anyhow. What I'll say is focus on the vibe you want, right? Because when you focus on the vibe, that is your why. The why will raise you up. What's important? What holds your values? What excites you? What's your purpose here? Because when you focus there, the vibration is going to be higher. And then all of a sudden, you don't have to worry about the house. This is effortless action that leads to effortless success. Mm-hmm. Because now you'll get the inspired action. You'll meet the people, the circumstances, and so forth to help you level up to where you want to go. What would you say things that you are not good at? In business, life, what we think. Whatever I mean, I'm, you I'm think. Ho- I'm horrible. I mean, I'm horrible. Like trivia with pop culture and all that. I'm horrible with that. When it comes to uh, playing certain musics, I, instruments, I'm not great at. It. I'm horrible at that. Um, you know, when it comes to, but it doesn't mean I can't be. I can't change that around because I can't. So I always understand the difference there. It's just I don't choose to put energy into it to learn or become better at that. It's not a part of my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, even even when it comes to, you know, there's other aspects of, you know, knowing where, you know, there's strengths in your what your weaknesses are. And, and we all have weaknesses. You should know them. I could hold I a whole list of my strengths and I could write a whole list of my weaknesses. I'm a, I'm, I know a lot of things. I, I like learning. So sometimes I come off as like a know-it-all and I'm not at all. I just love to learn um, because there's things I love to do, like cooking. Uh, love cooking. Been cooking since I was six. Um You know, I, it's, I wouldn't do it in a career, but I just love it to enjoy for myself. And, um, you know, but there's there's always things that you can always get better at no matter what. What would you say one takeaway for this episode for the people to to get from anyway. this? Yeah, the biggest thing is trust yourself, have faith in yourself. When you don't have faith in yourself, you really don't have faith in God, Allah, the universe, whatever it is that you believe, whatever label you want to put on that. And it's it's really understanding that there is this beautiful dance you're co-creating in life and that if you all you have to really do is just focus on that vibe and shift it and everything else will align for you and everything else will come. And not knowing that, you know, there's biblical scriptures that talk about this uh, in the Bible. There's there's so much there's scriptures and other religions that talk about this. And it's just really coming to the place of understanding that. Just focus on your vibe. The universe always has your back. It's always going to support you and give you what it is that you need. And as long as you focus there. And the last thing I'll say is if you think this is all crazy and out there, think of difficult times that you've been through. Has everything always worked out the way it needed to work? Has everything always worked out at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. And for everybody, I've never heard anyone say no to that. 
So I'll leave it with that. Some a lot of times things in life, no matter how hard or weird it is, sometimes a lot of times actually it it finds a way by itself to to work out. Yeah, exactly. So where can people get in touch with you, Victor? You can find me at my website, empoweryourreality.com. I have free resources on there. I got a free ebook on visualization there. Um, if you like what I'm talking about and it resonates with you and you love to go deeper, I offer a free one-on-one coaching call. You'll see a tab on the top right and there's multiple tabs on the website. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, bottom left of the corner of the website, uh, I am on four, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. So come on, listen. I share about five, six times a day, uh, five, times, five, six times a week. I'll share uh, some tip on spirituality, mindset, money, uh, business, and all relating to what I kind of shared here and to help you level up in your life every step of the way. If you have questions or you want to ask me any questions, please DM me. I do read them. I do listen to them. I do respond. I love hearing from people. So come on, join, follow. And uh, you know, if you have questions, I'll be more than happy to answer. Awesome. Thank you, Victor, for being here today on this episode of the Success Great Podcast. Thank you for having me, my friend. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.